Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Breakfast on SEN. Great to have your company, Sam Edmund and Kane Corns with you for Summer Brecky right here on SEN. Well, Kane, as you touched on before the news, last October, 75 world-class runners stood on a gravel driveway on a cold Saturday morning in rural Tennessee in the US for the last person standing Big Dog's Backyard Ultra Race. Now, a 47-year-old man from Ohio, Ohio, Harvey Lewis, won it. And as you said, he ran 450 miles. So in local language, that's 724 kilometres in four and a half days. Staggering. And he joins us on the line. Hello, Harvey. Thanks a lot for joining us. It's great to be with you guys. Great to see you on the line. I can see you clearly. Now, tell me, Harvey, I'm just going to ask you point blank. What sort of psycho can run 450 (laughs) miles in 450 days? I mean, what is going on in your brain, please? Wow. Uh, you know, you go to places you never dream. And when I was a younger man, I, I didn't even know it was possible to run a marathon. Yeah, so it, it's it's quite remarkable just uh, how far our human body can actually go when we uh, are, are, are so mentally committed. And your body, it kind of surrenders to your brain at some point when you get, that's what happened to me. Like I say somewhere like on the fourth day, it finally just, capitulated and said, okay, we're going to go with this. And uh, I felt like I got into a zone or like a frequency where I just could go forever. And the, I mean, it's just quite remarkable. Once the race was finished, uh, you know, I sat down an hour later. uh, It took some effort from uh, getting a little uh, help with some of my friends to get to the tent. (laughs) So it's because my 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 mind had shut off and it went back to my brain. It, I mean, my body is being in control, and uh, so it's it's remarkable where we could take ourselves in, in such extreme sort of like circumstances. What what you've achieved is is phenomenal, and I want to get to some of that and your preparation behind it shortly. But t- tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, how did you discover mm. running, and where did it all start for you? Yeah, so I, I'm a teacher in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, here in the United States. And uh, I'm actually quite envious of you guys being in the midst of summer right now because we're going to have zero degrees Fahrenheit uh, in a few days. But uh, I, I started like uh, just with the marathon. I actually went on a whim. And the furthest I had run up to that point was about 15 kilometers. And I went on a whim and, and, and ran the marathon. This was a long time ago, back when I was in high school. And uh, then after that, I just kept on running the marathon for like five years. And it took me about five years to break five hours in the marathon. 
And then it took me another uh, 14, 13, 14 years to get under three hours in a marathon. So it's kind of wild because my trajectory was, it was a long trajectory. It took me a long time to get to be where I am now. Like uh, it took me 25 years of running ultras before I finally placed in the top 10 list in North America. <laughs> so it's kind of a crazy, uh, like uh, way more, you know, a lot of athletes, they find success in their 20s or the early 30s. And uh, for me, I'm 47 and I'm now like at my, you know, period of place where I feel like I'm still growing. So it, it's kind of a remarkable uh, thing with ultra running, going far. Uh, you could continue to develop yourself because a lot of it involves your, you're developing your mind and your strategy as well as your, your physical techniques training. So the sacrifices that you've made, like ultra a marathon running is a different beast. Like a marathon program is, is 12 weeks and you get it done and, and you can sort of move on to the next one. Ultras are completely different. And, and this big dog's backyard ultra is, is the grand one of them all. And it's, it's phenomenal. But personally, the sacrifices you've made, you're, you're a teacher. How do you fit in all the training and what does a typical week look like for you? Well, it, my, my week really, it depends on what race I'm training for. So I usually have like four A races across a year. I might race 10 times. And uh, the races I like to do are very different. So I have one in uh, the summertime. It's called the Badwater 135. It's in the hottest place on the planet. It's about 50 degrees Celsius. So for that race, it's on uh, pavement. And it goes from the lowest point to the highest point in the lower 48. We actually have quite a lot of Australians that come and run this race. And Aussies do really well coming from a, a dry, hot environment. So that, for that race, I'm doing a lot of like preparation on the road and like doing heat training. But right now, I'm preparing for a race called the Barkley Marathons. Mm. So I'm doing a lot. The Barkley is a race. It's the toughest trail race in the world. It involves like running off trail two thirds of the time, finding these books are hidden in the woods. And so I've been doing a lot of off trail training. So after school yesterday, I went and ran up and down like the power line hills in our city, like uh, where there's no people and just woods in the darkness for about two hours and a half. And uh, you know, it just ranges depending on whatever event I'm doing. That's one of the exciting things about ultras is there are like more than a dozen different formats are totally different you can go and run on a, a track in adelaide you can go up and do like dead cow golly up in queensland which is amazing or you can go do like some uh race that stretches between cities in australia so it's it's so cool there's so many different ways you can like uh dive in and may you may ask a question like why the hell are you doing this <laughs> why would you want to put your body through like days and days of like uh this sort of challenge but really like uh I think it, the, the attraction with the ultras is that it's like uh, you dive into a deeper level of like this uh, sort of like uh, spirituality. Also, like uh, there's there's a it, it's like there's a levels that you can't connect to in like the 5K race or the half marathon or the marathon that it puts you into a zone that is like sort of a primal, uh, sort of like a out of body experience almost uh it's, it's kind of a wild wild thing 
Speaking of Harvey Lewis, he's from Ohio in the US. He's an ultra marathon. I've sent that to you, Kane, the Barkley Marathons. You know, there's in, over here, Harvey, there's a documentary on it um, on Apple TV here, and it's, it's sold as the Barkley Marathons, the race that eats its young. It sounds absolutely <laughs> brutal. But I want to come back to the big dog with you here, Harvey, because you're doing – it's a last man, last person standing affair. So the mindset for you and the strategy and the games that are being played to psych out your opposition because you're on a loop. I mean, what went into that? You mentioned out of body, but you must have had the clarity at certain times to try to psych out, you know, some of the best runners in the world in this particular format. Yeah, yeah. You you really, uh, so much of it is psychological, so you never want to show any weakness. Good so yeah, I would never say any like thing like uh, I'm complain about something. So uh, you always physically want to look as well as you can, which that didn't always work. I mean, there, were, there was a lap where I had blood, blood all over myself because I had nosebleed. I looked like I'm like, I think half the time last thought I was going to die, <laughs> the race director. But um, the truth is, is that, yeah, you really have to keep your mind positive. And always in life, we're going to be struck with challenges. And like negative negative experiences could hit us, but like finding a way to make uh, to keep it positive, to find the silver lining in the cloud, you know, it, it's critical. So I mean, with with uh, Biggs, I wasn't able to sleep until the fourth day, and then the fourth night, I finally started to sleep for like one minute, two minutes every hour in the nighttime loops. And then on the fifth day, I was able to sleep for one or two minutes during the daytime a couple of times. So I only got less than 20 minutes of sleep for like four and a half days, which uh, in day one and two, I was really, really tired because before the race, even I only got three hours of sleep because I was so excited about the race. My mind was running. Uh, so I had to really uh, focus my mind and not let myself be defeated by the fact that the odds look st uh, stacked against me. So I had to like always put a reason for what's my why for doing this and like keep my myself positive. Having a really good crew chief was really important. My, my buddy, Judd Poindexter, who was helping me. And like, the same goes for everyone listening. Like having someone in your life that you can like, you know, just get positive energy and like relay ideas and give, get ideas from them. It, it's so critical to our success, whatever we're, we're pursuing. I read about your training. You you, you mentioned you're a, you're a teacher and you would uh, get out the yoga mat at, at lunchtime and and try and teach yourself to fall asleep quickly. As you mentioned, it didn't didn't quite work because there there's the yoga mat. He's holding it up for those listening on the radio. Yeah. And uh, the, the the students think you're crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't let them see me sleeping. <laughs> at lunch today, I even had to sleep for like four minutes. It was amazing. <laughs> I was so tired. I lay down four minutes, bam, got back up, ready to go. You know, so, uh, you know, it, it's kind of wild. The, with the, uh, that particular race, Biggs, uh, yeah, overcoming sleep deprivation is a major thing. And in the fourth night, like we were, um, I was running with another runner, John, and like we had run for six hours at one point, And we both said, looked to each other and said, how long have we been running? We thought we were only running for like two hours uh, on the, the road loop at night. It turned out we were running for like five or six hours. So we totally forgot like four hours. <laughs> so you, you, there was an Aussie that was there. It was 
fantastic running in our, our group. And I, I forget which one, who it was, but he was really getting delirious on the fourth night. So we would, a lot of times we would kind of team up with different runners and try to keep people moving forward. Mm. We, we did have like seven or eight runners finish together amongst the 22 that finished at 300 miles. So that was fun. Tell me about your nutrition. I mean, you're, you're a slight man, as you can imagine, when you're running that sort of uh, distance. But you're a vegan, which you've credited a lot of your success to. But how did you structure your nutrition in, in big dogs? Yeah, so really, like, the, the plant-based foods are the easiest for our body to digest quickly. And so I can digest more calories faster without getting an upset stomach. Um, you do have to, like, practice a bit of this, like, I suggest people if they're doing some sort of long event to practice eating what they're going to like run with on the race day. But uh, I would eat like uh, simple things like coconut water and electrolyte drinks and Coca-Cola at night. Uh, but I would have like watermelon, like lentil soups, uh, pastas. Uh, I had wraps with like hummus and avocado and like uh, rice and beans simple things that are usually pretty easy to digest. Uh, and then if it was really, really hot out, I would, I would like uh, cut back on like the solid items and, and be eating more things like uh, squeezable fruits, uh, coconut mm. water, the, you know, things that are easier to eat in hotter temperatures. I wanted to ask you just quickly, Arby, what your sleeping strategy when you went into it? I mean, so it's an interesting event. You've got a period of time to obviously complete the, the circuit. Like, had you planned to regularly sleep or was the plan always to be go as hard as you could, as early as you could and just catch up on the sleep later? Yeah, definitely. I was hoping to like be consistent with sleeping. You know, so it, it, the plan didn't go as I wanted. Uh, yeah, I ended up like, uh, the first night I was finishing my loops with enough time to get like eight minutes laying wow. down. I just laid down there with my eyes shut and you believe it or not, it's kind of amazing, but the human body can get about more than 50% recovery, which is lying there with your eyes shut. It's not the same as actually falling asleep, but there is some benefit to it. So the first three days did not go as I had hoped they would go. Uh, but I wasn't going to let that stop me from winning. Amazing. <laughs> Just amazing, Kane. And Harvey, we're going to follow your journey from afar here. I know Kane already does, but I'm converted now. And uh, sounds as like you, you've got no plans at all to slow down. So um, uh, admire what you're doing. Kane, I know you're, you're a big fan. Oh, big fan. Just, just one final one. Can anyone enter or is there, do you have to qualify for this? For bigs or... Bigs. Yeah. So, and Kane and Sam, it has been a blast seeing you. I appreciate it so much. Love to come back. Yeah, the the uh, the bigs race you it is an at large. So what what we got here is our people qualify for their country. Uh, so Vietnam, let's say like South Korea, Japan, uh, they they can have a champion for their country, but also people can get in at the at large list, meaning that if they covered, uh, let's say like if you cover like uh, 500 kilometers or maybe it's like 420 kilometers, then you would qualify to be on the at-large list. They just take the top 75 runners in the world for the furthest distance. And Australia, to be honest with you, is second only to the United States. Um, like uh, the, Australia has, has a lot of really talented runners coming into this event. I think we had some like eight Aussies there. 
And uh, to be honest with you, the, the, one of the biggest events that happens in the world next to Big's Backyard is Dead Cow Gully. Uh, sorry about that. It's in my school. Uh, <laughs> Dead Cow Gully is uh, happening up in Queensland. And they have a purse of 10,000 Australian. Uh, they have, I believe, about 300 runners running in the race this coming May. So it's mm -hmm. going to be a really incredible race happening locally in Australia. And definitely from that race, there'll be like some, some individuals that, that end up at Biggs. Nice. So I, I, they're, they're, they're growing. There's now over 400 of these races in 73 countries. So love to see some of your uh, listeners uh, go for it. Harvey, great to chat. Thanks for taking the time out of your day, mate. And uh, all the very best with it. Uh, uh, we've loved having you on this morning. Hey, I really appreciate it, Sam. And thanks, Kane, so much, you guys. Good on you. Harvey Lewis there. I love it. Uh, American ultra runner in every sense. Just completed and won Big Dog's Backyard Ultra Race over there in the US. Unbelievable, Kano. Let's get to this, man.